This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Peigel. The Environmental Protection Agency has released a risk assessment on dicamba, finding that restrictions designed to limit off-target dicamba damage to crops and other plants did not put a halt to widespread complaints of such damage in 2021. In 2020, EPA continued to allow use of dicamba with updated conditions, such as buffer zones, cutoff dates, and volatility reduction agents, to address the risk of drift and runoff. But the agency received nearly 3,500 incident reports for the 2021 growing season of damage to non-target plants. The ecological risk assessment was released along with a human health risk assessment that found occupational inhalation risk of concern, but found no dietary, residential, aggregate, or post-application risk of concern. Steve Davies has more details in his story on agripulse.com. USDA has raised its beef export forecast, but lowered its estimates for poultry exports. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Mark Jekinowski says Asian markets are driving the increase in beef exports. Beef exports have been strong, mainly supported by strong demand from several Asian markets. So we raised our beef export forecast for 2022 by 65 million pounds, and then we expect that strength to carry into 2023, especially that demand from Asian markets. So we raised our beef export forecast for 2023 by 40 million pounds. Still a decrease year over year, down about 541 million pounds, reflecting just those tightening U.S. supplies. Even though things are looking up for beef exports, Jekinowski says broiler exports have decreased. In terms of broilers, we made a pretty big adjustment in our 2022 export forecast, down about 158 million pounds. A couple things driving that. One is just some simple data revisions that came to us from the census, which we had to account for, as well as the fact that broiler prices have been high and many of the markets that we export broilers to are highly price sensitive. So with those high prices, not too surprising that we've seen some relative weakness in terms of export demand. Jekinowski says USDA has reevaluated the U.S.'s broiler production forecast for 2022. We increased our production forecast for broilers for 2022, but didn't make any changes for 2023. And the slight increase for 2022 is driven mainly by just what we're observing in terms of the slaughter pace, as well as hatchery data that suggests some expansion could be underway. Reduced our broiler price forecast by 6.8 cents per pound, just reflecting some of the prices that we've observed over the past month on broiler side. Broiler prices got quite high earlier in the summer, but lately they've been pulling back some what? Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says the Inflation Reduction Act is going to help build investments in the biofuels industry. The bill also provides $500 million uh, to build out the biofuel blender infrastructure necessary to uh, continue to increase the utilization of higher blend biofuels and also provides additional tax credits uh, to spur the sustainable aviation biofuel industry uh, as it meets its target of 3 billion gallons by uh, 2030 and and 35 billion gallons by 2050. Vilsack says there's a lot of interest in sustainable aviation fuel, and USDA has been working with other agencies as it invests in the infrastructure. We have a number of research centers that are focused on the feedstocks and the efficiency of of particular feedstocks for that aviation fuel. Uh, We are working on 
on the logistics, if you will, the supply chain that can exist to be able to create the $3 billion by 2030, the $35 billion by 2050. Uh, and we're working on our sister agencies. I just had a conversation with uh, Secretary Buttigieg from Transportation, the, the excitement that they have about resources, resources that they're putting in to the grand challenge between DOT and DOE, the Department of Energy, nearly $4 billion, over $4 billion of resources available in grants and loans for those who are interested in producing the sustainable aviation fuel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Well, that's all for today's Drive Time. Just a reminder, there will be no Drive Time next week as we take a break for the August recess. We will be back with more Drive Time on September 29th, But until then, you can stay up to date on the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news by visiting agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peichel.